You're listening to Orange Blaze, a Florida Trail podcast. Hi, just a little note. If you are hitting play on this and you haven't listened to the first part of this episode, please go do so now because otherwise you might be kind of confused. All right, well, let's get started. Um, well, I mean, I, I personally, I really liked Ocala and then Apalachicola. Yeah. You know, I mean, the National Forest. Um, I think Osceola National Forest was new to us. We had never been there, and that was a nice hiking section. Yeah, I think in Apalachicola, you pass some pitcher plants and, you know, or some kind ground of... Ground orchids and... You know, unique, uh, unique habitats that are really neat to see. And, oh, all throughout, especially northern Florida, I don't know how far south they go, but you can see these little... Uh, pygmy rattlesnakes that are that you'll see them yeah they're really neat they're only maybe you know eight ten inches long uh, but they're you know real venomous rattlesnakes they're just mini and they're really neat to yeah. see I, th- I think all the ones we've seen were in Apalachicola so, so um I wouldn't say you have to I mean you know just like any venomous snake you have to watch out for them but I mean they're not you know they're not any they're more not aggressive than you. any other snake or anything so they're just I enjoyed seeing those. Right. I don't know. I remember I remember just North Florida being a lot more memory making for me, I think, because I we hadn't spent that much time there. So like hiking along the Suwannee, the Osceola River. Oh yeah. Right oh right, I forget. yeah, the Suwannee River, um yeah, was yeah, one of my favorite sections. It was really neat. There's just so many neat little bluffs and camping spots along the Suwannee. It was actually pretty gray, like, dreary for that hike, mm-hmm. I remember. Yeah. So it was kind of like, I felt very quiet and remote. There weren't that many people. There was a couple, I don't know, homes along the way, but you just didn't see that many people. And then that cupcake shop, I remember we stopped there. We thought it was supposed to be, it was supposed to be like a general store. Mm-hmm. And it was like turned into a, like a bakery, and they like gave us icing or cupcakes. Like they gave us the tops of their cakes or something that had been in the know. fridge. Yeah, I vaguely remember that, but I don't remember details <laughs> of it. We'd asked, we actually wanted a soda and wanted to buy something, and then they came out and said, Do you want some like tops of this cupcake and icing? And we're like, Okay. <laughs> yeah, sugar, please. <laughs> I don't know, I remember because it was yeah. interesting, like one of those weird things that. Okay, that worked out. Huh. <laughs> um, and then the Osceola River, where mm-hmm. that's a neat section too. Yeah, um, a lot of—I mean, not that you see it, but a lot of Native American history around that area. Yeah, like older, like Native American history too, like prehistoric yeah. stuff. Right. So, yes, yeah. I don't know. That's where the, and that that's the section where the the, the Osceola sinks where the kind of creek and river goes underground a little right. bit mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah, which and then is, it pops back out. Right, so it's kind of neat geologic formations. Yeah, I don't know. I think that's one of my favorite sections. I like St. Mark's as well, even though I'm trying to think of we had a problem there. I don't Just remember the mosquitoes. Yeah, the mosquitoes were pretty one nasty. One or two days were. Got pretty bad up there. But it's really, I don't know, really good sunset. You've got, you're not that far from the ocean. It's like the closest place until you get to um, Fort Pickens, until you get to, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, Santa Rosa. But 
I like that one too. Yeah. And the 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 cabbage palm stick it like the Oh right. The, yeah, like it's like a cabbage palm forest almost. Yeah, like, that's really cool. Super unique. I had never seen I mean it's like this forest that's almost Yeah. Almost a hundred percent old cabbage palms. And usually like cabbage palms are intermingled with, you know, oaks or other things like that. Or just but, out in the prairie or something. Right. But these are just it's just like a, literally a forest of cabbage palms. It's really neat. Yeah. Yeah. Super cool. I think, uh, and then, yeah, Apalachicola was nice. We didn't end up having to go through Bridewell Bay because they were doing a controlled burn. So that was the other area with deep water that we were kind of concerned about. Yeah. And, um, I mean, we called to check on water levels because it was going to be cold a couple nights, and I I wasn't really looking forward Mm -hmm. to hiking through cold water. I didn't think it was necessarily safe. And um, then when they called, they said, oh, that area is closed. We just burned that. Okay. Yeah, I I do. That's... We very rarely um, deviate from the Mark Trail, if ever. right. I mean... Almost never. And uh, I remember us talking before we got to Bradwell Bay about actually walking around it. Yeah. Um, so luckily we didn't have to make that decision. Right. They made it for us. Yeah. Yeah. So it was kind of, it was something I wanted, I would love to see, but just in the right conditions. So. And I remember after Bradwell Bay walking through those Tai Tai swamps and most of them had boardwalks. Some yeah, some were still, some where you still had to like right, but we still go got, from like little yeah. knee to knee or right. whatever. They're probably remember, sloshy. Yeah, I remember getting wet a little bit in there. So yeah. I mean that is something you'll have to consider, but whatever. I mean at that point you're Oh yeah. I mean <laughs> by the time you've hiked over a month you're you can you can deal Cut up with, with it. anything. It's just that it's just that first bit when you've like yeah, the first week is the first week, ten days is the hardest because you get that's when you get sore, you're not used to it, you know. And um, if your feet are wet, you're trying to navigate that. But yeah, once you kind of fight through that first couple weeks here, it'll be a lot better. I'm trying to also think of the other areas that are really cool in the panhandle. Ecomfina Creek. Mm-hmm. Something like that. That mm-hmm. was really neat. Um you know, for some, I, I mean, I don't, I, I just can't remember that section really well. It was after Blountstown where we had, after, it was the area right after the big road walk and we mm-hmm. went to the wildlife management area. It had really, the topography changes even more when you get further west in the Panhandle. It looks like southern Georgia or Alabama is starting to get into more hills and some more terrain. So you'll be walking along thinking, I'm not in Florida. This isn't, this isn't Florida. Yeah, it's still, uh, not steep at all. No, it's not <laughs> steep at all, but it's different. It's not flat, flat. It's like slightly inclined. Right. Slight hills. I like that area. Um, while I'm thinking about it so I don't forget, I did want to... Uh, we had to... I don't remember exactly where it was. Misty will probably remember. Our seam tape on our fly of our tent delaminated. Yeah. Um, and I think this is probably going to be a fairly common problem in Florida because this happens to almost all seam tapes when your tent doesn't dry out and you 
are like kind of constantly packing it up. And so the problem is in Florida that it's humid and you're breathing inside your tent at night and the condensation is making your fly wet. Um, so just think about that. Maybe even have a backup fly ready to be mailed to you or something. Um, cause, or, you know, even try to take your fly out at lunch if you can to dry it out. We were pretty religious about drying it too. And, and still. And it, yeah, just, I just want to bring it up cause it, um, there's a very good chance, you know, if you have laminated fly, you know, that laminated tape on your fly, that it'll happen to you. Yeah, so we were in White Springs. Luckily, we took a zero there, and uh, we called, was it Travel Big, Country? No. Or was it Big Agnes? No, it was Big Agnes. Big Agnes, um... I thought Travel Country sent it to... I thought we ordered one from Travel Country, but we also sent our stuff oh, into gosh. Big Agnes. No, Big Agnes mailed it to me. Okay. Um, yeah, Big Agnes overnighted us a new tent. And then we got it the next day and mailed our old tent home, I think. Yeah, I think we mailed it home so we could mail it back later or something. Yeah, I don't like remember that. exactly how we did it, but it was... And then, gosh. Or I don't know if we had to mail the old tent back to them. Oh, I know. I remember now. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Big Agnes didn't mail us a new tent at that point. We bought a new tent from Travel Country. That's what country. I thought. Yeah. We bought a new tent from Travel Country. In Orlando. Right, in Orlando, and they overnighted it to us. And I mailed the old tent home. And later, when we, we, we were done with the hike, Big Agnes replaced that tent for us. That's, That's what I knew Travel Country was involved. Yeah, I remembered there. it wrong. So, yeah, Big Agnes um, replaced the, the delaminated tent for us. But, you know, I don't know. I, I love Big Agnes, and I'm sure they make, um, you know, their lamination tape is great. Uh, for normal areas. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if it's better or worse than other tent tents, but... but yeah. It definitely uh, all started coming off. And that's not necessarily something in big, against Big Agnes. I mean, it's just the humidity and not being able to dry your tin out. Yeah. So. See, other problems. I mean. Oh, I was, I was going to go back to other places we yeah, that's hiked fine. and stuff. But you can go to problems. I don't know if we had any problems per se. No, I mean, uh, I think both of our... Let's see. Well, I hurt my leg for a little while. I hurt my hips after we left um, when we started the levee walks, remember? Oh, no, mine was north of Orlando. Oh, okay. Um, But, you know, it's... I would say almost guaranteed in a thru-hike that you're going to have some... Aches and pains. I would say minor injuries, you know, uh... Yeah, blisters, sore hip, sore yeah. shoulders, uh, mental yeah. depression. Yeah. Know? <laughs> um, I would say almost everybody that does a through hike has something they have to fight through like that. Yeah. And, I mean, that's for, like, blisters. I would just, I mean, even by the time we got to North Florida and my feet were, you know, really good and callous and, you know, I'd kind of overcome most of my blisters, like, 
when we had those really long road walk days, my feet would, would feel it, and that's when I would get a new uh, blister. So just kind of be prepared for that. You know, I don't know. I liked Band-Aids for blisters. Or I didn't, though. So. <laughs> I mean, luckily I didn't get many blisters. You, don't, you in general didn't get very many no, blisters. No, I mean, I honestly... I don't know if I got any on the Florida Trail. Um, I mean, we always took our socks off at lunch and layered our feet out, and that was probably like the, my favorite thing was like taking my socks off and drying them out. Because when if it was sunny and hot, and I could lay them on a, some pine needles and then like put them back on, they like they kind of feel like they're just out of the dryer. I don't know. <laughs> um. <laughs> So yeah, I don't know if I, I looked, go that far. I looked forward to that. <laughs> Dry then, socks are very nice. Yes, and I always i I usually would put in my my other socks on at night to so my other my I'd have ones I use for hiking and then I had sleeping socks and then if my hiking socks got really bad I would put the other ones on. And go, I guess kind of sort of going back to equipment since we're talking about clothes a little bit. I mean, and for those of you that don't kind of know through hiking, you're usually you carry. I would say one change of clothes. So, you know, we had two pairs of shorts, two shirts, two pairs of underwear, two socks, and you're always wearing one, so you have one backup, and that's it. So, um, you know, you have to keep things light. Um, yeah. We carried, uh, you know, I, I don't, we carried just a light fleece, and then... I had the down jacket. Right. Yeah. I don't think I carried my down jacket no. on the Florida Trail, just on the AT. But, you know, there's some really light down jacket options that, you know, I think they're around 12-ish ounces. So, I mean, that's something you can consider. Um, okay, let's see. Go back to some sections. Um, oh, and then we crossed, well, when we crossed the, I was like, the international date line. <laughs> the time zone line. Right. So, we even got, like, even earlier mornings, and so we would even start mm-hmm. earlier hiking. Yeah, that was nice. And, but then evenings would be earlier as well, but, yeah, so that was nice, and, you know, I was really surprised about Eglin Air Force Base. I really liked hiking through that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that was, was some um, good hiking. Yeah, that was really nice, actually. And that's where you... That's where I even saw more of the terrain. You go down to these ravines, and then kind of up the ravines and the hills. So I also liked the, uh, there was a couple really neat creative bridges in Eglin. Yeah, that cypress tree that was just like, was it cypress tree? I don't think that was cypress. I think that may have been a pine tree. Oh, okay. I don't remember what kind, but it was just a long, uh, they had felled like a, you know, put a just a tree trunk across a big creek and made a, you know, I think there was wires for the handrails. Yeah, I remember I think so. right. I think so. And so, yeah, that was one of them that um, was a neat bridge. Yeah, there was a lot of neat things in Eglin. I did think, I think the, their permit system is a little more strict now, but I remember like, they had a bunch of permits from, like, six months or longer that they hadn't picked up in their box. Yeah, the permit... I mean, I don't know how it is now, but the permit system back then was... I don't remember if we had to call first, but it was just, like, a, you know, card, a little card that you had to fill out and put in a little metal box. Yeah. I, I can't remember. But, yeah, I definitely remember like. that... They all kind of... Those permits kind of all run together, but I do remember many places that we had to do those permits, it didn't seem like anybody cared about them. 
Yeah. The box was just like, you know, had like two-year-old permits in it that nobody had picked up. Right. And that was at Eglin, at least. So. Mm. Um, I guess before we, like, end at, like, Fort Pickens, we could talk about, go back and talk about, like, stealth camping and things. I think that would be the other problem. Yeah. I don't, I mean, from what I understand, there's some, they fixed some of those, like, roadwalks and things, but... Yeah, stealth camping is basically where you camp where there's not a site where you're generally not supposed to be camping. That's kind of what stealth camping means. And so examples of that would be, you know, we camped in a pine plantation on a long road walk uh, near a gas station one night. Um, And... You know, honestly, I don't think the landowner would have cared if we were there. Um, We were just maybe... We were just far enough off the road that nobody saw us. You know, maybe 100 yards in this, uh, you know... But we also made sure we got up early that day. Yeah, and I mean... Nobody would be, like, seeing us emerge out of the woods. (laughs) But, you know, I think... There's going to be times, if you don't want to stay in a hotel, that you're almost going to have to stealth camp. Meaning there's not a designated campsite or public lands that you can camp on. Um, And honestly, I don't think, as long as you're careful and respectful of the land you're on, I don't think most landowners would care. I think, you know, if... Or, you know, if if they happen to, say, find you camping, you just... Be honest with them, and if they ask you to leave, leave. <laughs> yeah, on, yeah, obviously leave. Yeah. But you know, just tell them you're through hiking on the trail, and there's not a campsite, and you, you know, you're right. You're just camping for the night, and then you're going to move on in the morning, and more than likely they'll be fine with it. Yeah, I was still nervous. We had to do it three times. I don't remember exactly. It I, was. I think it was yeah, three times. two or three. I mean, um, it was at least two times. Um, in this section from Blountstown over to, like, before we got over to, like, Ebro, or even further over than that. I guess if you... And then we had to do it one time after Crestview. Yeah. And I guess I was going to say, if if we would have realized beforehand that we were going to need to do that, which is hard sometimes, you never know if there's going to be a good campsite or not, but... You could research it a little ahead of time and actually, oh, try to... I think we did, though. I mean, we had the maps. We had the book. No, but I'm just... I was going to say, you could attempt to contact, you know, the timber company or landowner to to ask permission. That detail. You know, yeah. I mean, if if you're worried about that kind of thing. Um, But, you know, I don't know. To me, it's not that big a deal. You know, we're just super careful about trying to blend in and not leaving trash and, well, and respecting to, the people's property. Trying to find a place that's, you know, not near a house. <laughs> yeah. A little more obscured. Yeah, I think usually they were like, you know, timber company land that we camped on. Right, know? right. So. I don't know. I'm trying to think of any other weird problems we would have had. Um, I think we had good water. We had a really good year. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's one of the things I remember is, and you hear about the Florida Trail, is that it can be wet and it, yeah, well, more wet than dry, but yeah. it can be dry, and we just kind of had that perfect year. Yeah. So. Yeah, 
because otherwise, I mean, you know, the Sewanee floods, and sometimes you have Yeah, to, I mean, you hear yeah. plenty of experience through hikers quitting the Florida Trail because there's too much water. Yeah. Um, I see that. <laughs> you know, I mean, there's a lot of unique wildlife. I mean, um, bears, wallowtail kites. You know, you probably won't see a panther, but you could down south. River otters, you know, bald eagles. Yeah, and that's something I would like to bring up, too. Is some people say they saw panthers up north, which is incredibly rare. Like, they don't... Yeah, almost they have, impossible. They have problems getting across the Caloosahatchee River on the west side. Um, there are panthers that have gone to Ocala, um, but... You know, they're trying to establish like a Florida wildlife corridor for the panthers and for other wildlife up through the central part of the state, but there's just a lot of barriers um, for them, so they really are kind of packed into South Florida right now. So, I mean, you better be taking a picture of if you see a panther in North Florida Yeah, and I mean, (laughs) I would say say at least half the people that think they see a panther probably see a bobcat. And also, I mean, you know, I've been around panthers quite a bit um talked to a lot of people that have seen panthers like it's not something you have to worry about it's not like they're gonna attack you they're in general very shy animals they don't want to be around you you know if you see one you should consider yourself lucky like don't you're gonna know if they're gonna be aggressive they're gonna be hissing at you yeah you know, but if you see one, they're not going to come. You don't need to worry about it for like hours after. They're not going to like stalk you and come get you. They're <laughs> they're going to see you and leave. I mean, don't camp near there, but right, you know, go yeah. Home. But anyway, so if you if you are lucky enough to see one, like it's it's a it's a it's lucky. A, it's yeah. a good thing. Like right. you don't need to like fear it if you see right. one. Oh, we saw otters a couple times, too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, otters are one of my favorite animals. They're the North American river otter, and just incredibly smart um, animal. Yeah. We saw them at at least three times, I think. They're Mm -hmm. pretty neat. Yeah, if you ever run across the otters, just sit and watch them for a while. Yeah, because they'll swim and hang out around them. You know, they'll catch fish, crawfish, snakes. Really neat to watch. Trying to think of any other weird wildlife encounters we had. Uh, that I mean, I always remember that bear, and uh, there was this big bear in Ocala that. Oh, the other. We bear, were kind yeah. of on this um, tunnel of sandy trail of yeah. Yopon, yeah. if I remember right. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like this thick Yopon holly on both sides of the trail, and we we ran into this bear walking out. I think he was walking towards mm-hmm. us when we found him, but it was. I mean. Florida doesn't have huge bears, but this was probably like a 300, 350-pound bear. It was pretty good size for Florida. And then, so he just turned around and started walking away from us when he saw us, but like... He just stayed say, on the trail yeah, for a I little bit. I wouldn't say he was stuck, but, you know, since it was his Yopon, he just like walked down the trail in front of us for quite a while. <laughs> We're like, okay, what, now when do we start saying hey? And I remember, like, he would, he would like, walk, and then he sat down, and then, like, waited to see if we were coming, and, like, yeah, we are Still here, dude. Still coming, so he'd get up and, like, walk, walk. down the trail some more. <laughs> and then finally he just took off into the, yeah. into the bushes, and we're like, all right. I'm sure he didn't even go very far, but we could never, we couldn't see him after yeah. he passed. So, that was cool. Uh, the, you know, the... 
big eastern diamondback rattlesnake way down south. Yeah, that was a big snake. Um, yeah, so you could come across a pygmy. Oh, and then I think I walked across a uh, cottonmouth. So there's cottonmouths. Oh, I mean, um, honestly, I wouldn't even remember that. I've seen so many cottonmouths in my life that it doesn't even... <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't remember certain instances and, of I it mean, anymore. Yeah, so cottonmouths and then copperheads you could probably see. Yeah, for sure. Um, in the drier areas. and Yeah, I mean, snakes are possibly... I mean randomly possibly you might find a python in the everglades big cypress but yeah probably just down not. just down south but it's probably kind of like not. a panther like they're pretty yeah. shy and secretive you're probably yeah, I mean, not gonna I see one a ton of time and down there and i never saw one except for roadkill and then yeah i mean let's let's talk about the end like that last beach walk and oh it's just i don't know i guess it's one of those things that makes the end of the Florida Trail special going to Fort Pickens is is the trails actually on the beach um, for the last I don't know it was like 30 miles or something it was quite a while you know and you I mean um you know we saw saw a uh, bald eagle steal a fish from an osprey yeah that was cool um you know we saw the dead sea turtle washed up right it was a man if I remember right it was was a Kim's Oh, that was a green. Uh, yeah, I guess we'll have to look at the pictures. I thought I thought it may have been a Kemp's Redley, but you know it could have been a green too. I don't remember for sure. Um, yeah, just I mean, just I you know I'd recommend getting up as early as you can, walking on the beach, just because it's quiet nice. and yeah, <clears throat> nice. And I mean, yeah, I mean it's just one of those things that you'll you'll always remember is walking on the beach your last few days. Yeah, Chris's dad actually met us down pick us up to take us back home so he came he was there the day or two before and actually i think we might have kind of slack packed them to fort pickens we carried our packs but i think we mm. emptied out a lot of stuff like we probably didn't take our sleeping bag <laughs> and things like that probably not the sleeping bag because we were staying in a hotel yeah yeah uh, yeah that's just one of those things i don't remember yeah. uh, i don't remember what i carried and what i didn't yeah but that was nice um I think Speaker ended up cla- um, crashing behind some dunes or something. Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, you can, really... you can no, you can find a camping spot along yeah. that section though. I wouldn't yeah. worry about that because it goes back, yeah, to the back of the island on those big dunes for a while and stuff. So you right. can you can camp on on the beach section. So, yeah, and then like yeah, if you wanted a hotel, there's opportunities around that beach area too, and right. some food right before you get to Fort Pickens. And they need they they even have a nice monument now, which we had ended at a yeah. sign at a parking lot. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't have a. It was like a trailhead we didn't have sign. Pretty much anything at the beginning or the end. No, which they. Yeah. So. I'm which I'm glad. I'm glad that they've kind of realized that to get something going. Yeah, there people now. want kind of. Right. Something Some, to take their picture with. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we we had the we had a normal Florida Trail sign with a orange blaze on it. Yeah, and like a map thing. <laughs> yeah, nothing special. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, I did like ending and seeing the map at the end though and realizing, golly, I can't believe I walked all of Florida. I mean, it's like, it's the same thing It's like when you look yeah. at when you walk from Georgia to Maine. It wasn't quite the same scale as the Appalachian Trail, like it wasn't that um, Like, holy cow. Yeah, it's not 
and a feeling of as much accomplishment. It was. I don't know. I felt pretty accomplished. <laughs> no, it was. It was. But I mean, it's two months versus five months. Um, no, it was. I mean, it was. It, I mean, you feel like you feel like you walked a long way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I felt. I did feel that I could take like about a week off just to kind of, you know rest a little bit and but i feel like i had another thousand miles in me after that oh yeah yeah i felt like i could go i mean i guess do something else i felt like it was definitely i mean not that either trail by itself wasn't an accomplishment but i felt it was a big accomplishment for us to like we hiked over three thousand miles in one year in a one-year period yeah we did the at and the florida trail in one calendar year so that was pretty neat well and plus like all the hiking we did in east texas for work so (laughs) that didn't count that um, yeah, so that was a pretty good accomplishment, too. I mean, I yeah, and you'll, you'll, uh, I mean, most people that are through hiker are in probably better shape than we were to start with, but you know, no matter what shape you're in, you're gonna lose a significant amount of your body weight. You just can't eat enough calories to compensate for hiking 20 miles a day. Yeah, and I think there were several people I remember on the AT, we would split the we, you know, split the bags of, you know, the backpacker's pantry or whatever food. And people were actually surprised that we were splitting that um, because they were, like, eating one of them themselves. Yeah. No, but, you know, like... we split that because, you know, we were trying to save money. But, you know, we'd also had, like, well, eat money stuff on the side, too. Wait. Yeah, but we also, yeah, we both carried a, well, we, we kind of each had our own thing. I like trail mix. So... <laughs> I, like I got a lot of calories from my trail mix. Yeah. I don't know what else I ate. Yeah. I like getting Pringles. But I guess the takeaway from the Florida Trail kind of is it's um it's a lot more varied habitat than you would think. It's not it's by far not all swamp. <laughs> um it's a lot of unique habitats, you know, a little bit of swamp, some like live oak hammocks, some prairie. Some pines. Yeah, quite a bit of, you know, pine, you know, forest. Um, So don't... It's a lot of different habitat changes, so don't... uh, You won't get bored, you know, walking in the same habitat the whole time. And it's not... It's definitely not all swamp. I mean, there's... I would say maybe a total of 10 to 15 days that you're kind of in swampy habitat, but... I wouldn't even say that. I mean, a lot of it has boardwalk and not is drier trails, so yeah. it's it's not that bad. Yeah. Mm, so. And it's sunny pretty much a lot. I mean, in North Florida, it gets a little cloudier because you get some of the cool cold fronts that come through in the winter, but I'd say it's pretty sunny. Yeah. Bring it's, a hat. It's the dry season that time of year. Yeah. So. Yeah, and you want to... I think the standard hiking is January, February. If you want to through, I mean, you don't have to through hike that time of year, but that's the best time. Yeah. <coughs> what else? I remember finding a. It's one of those just hiking memories I have that I found a, like a bottle of uh, Mountain Dew on the side of the road one day. You know, unopened bottle of Mountain Dew. Was that Mountain Dew? Yeah. I thought it was a Coke. No, no, it was Mountain Dew. <laughs> that was like before, like yeah. crossover style or whatever. Yeah. Oh. So I remember being happy about that and drink that. 
See, and I could never decide if that was somebody left that on purpose or no, somebody left no, it behind. No, it wasn't left on purpose for sure. Okay. It was it was like laying in the grass on the side of the road. Okay. It wasn't left on purpose. Yeah. Well, that's better than like that lady that got that banana used <laughs> on the side of the road on the AT. Right. Yeah. Yeah, we had there was some section hiker. That was the one with her dog. Yeah, she was a section hiker in Georgia and she Found, like, found a, like a half-eaten banana. There was like a third of a banana that was left over. Yeah, she just picked it up and ate it. Like, like no problem at all. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're not. We're still in Georgia. We're not like you know super hungry here yet. <laughs> but she was. I remember her being like. Um, she was. Uh, she was serious hiker girl because we were. And that was at the point we were still hiking like 10, 10 12 miles a day, a day and yeah. she was like doing over you know 15 a day and at that point like early on in the trail that's a lot yeah on the at <laughs> hmm. so would you go southbound on the florida trail now you mean if i was gonna do it over or again yeah yeah anything would you do what would you do um no i mean well i mean yeah of course i would if i was gonna do it again i'd want to do something different south to north or north to south but i mean no, I think the way to go is south to north. Um, yeah. If you're going to do it. Right. Do you ever want to hike the Keys? No. <laughs> I I have, I mean, I don't... Um, you could bike the Keys. I don't mind roadwalks, but I'm not interested in going somewhere where it's only roadwalks. So, no, I'm not interested in hiking the Keys. <laughs> <laughs> I would bike the Keys. I think that would be fun. <laughs> but you because you could just mm. bike to like motel to motel or whatever sure, bike like would be fine. airbnb to airbnb i just no i'm not interested in walking 100 miles up the keys on the on the oh. side of the road okay <laughs> um would you do the west west side of orlando instead of the east side next time i don't know because i don't i don't know i can't say because i don't know what the west side's like well the green swamps over there I know that. I guess, yeah, if I was going to do it again, I'd want to do it just to see something different. Yeah. But, no, I, I honestly, I feel like the routes we took on the east side of, west side of Lake Okeechobee, east side of Orlando, was a good choice. Yeah. So. All right. Any final thoughts? No. Like the Florida No, trail. that's it. Yeah, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's, um, I mean. I, I, my final thought is, like, do some like research before you go about like the habitats and and it's if you can probably a guidebook be, like a field guide. I would do that too. Um, 